Good morning. Today, the breakfast in the class has been sponsored for the Rifuashi the Mav Shimon Ben Daniela by Alex Fallis and family, and as well, in honor of Jacob Franco's birthday by uh, Ephraim Seton. Hazakubaruch, many happy returns. Okay. So I want to take an idea that we're all familiar with and maybe turn it inside out this morning. The Pasuk tells us that uh, Yosef and his brothers are, are fighting one with another. And, um, and we're familiar with the idea of the disastrous consequences of that fight. The brothers feel that Yaakov Avinu favors the, uh, their, you know, their brother more than, they, more than them, and they, they can't deal with it. Yosef comes later with his dreams, and we hear about how they hate him and how they want to get rid of him, and eventually they take him and they want to kill him, and then they decide not to kill him, and then they decide to sell him, and he goes down to Egypt. And we spoke a little bit about that chain, uh, the chain of events yesterday. But Rabotai, from the Pesukim, I want to draw something else here. Something perhaps counterintuitive from the Pesukim. But before we do so, it's important to remember that the people that we are speaking about are not the people that we are speaking about. What do I mean? If we think that we're going to analyze the mistakes that the Shivatim uh, made, we're making a mistake. There's Shifteka. These are, each one of them is a bigger Sadiq than the next. We can't begin to relate to the dust of their feet. When we learn about Abraham Avinu making this mistake, or Sarai Menu doing, saying that, or you know, uh, Yaakov Avinu speaking this way to Rachel, what we're talking about is not Yaakov, and it's not Rachel. They were angels that we could not begin to comprehend uh, their, their emotions, their ideas, what was going on through their heads. Their Sadiqim, that the biggest quote-unquote sin that they, they made, our Chachamim tell us, would be considered to be the biggest mitzvah that we ever made. So we're not referring to them. What are we referring to? We're referring to the presentation that the Torah makes of the story. The Torah is writing it in order that we should learn a lesson. So we're actually not speaking per se about them and who they were, because as I said earlier, we can't begin to comprehend uh, who, who the Shivatim were. However, from the presentation, I do want to draw a counterintuitive lesson. lesson. Rev Tzvi Pesach Frank writes the most amazing idea. The Pasuk says that they hated him. And then he comes and he gives his dream. And they hated him even more for his dreams and for his words. Says Rav Tzvi Pesach Frank that we learn from here a tremendous lesson in Ahavat Yisrael. What? Ahavat Yisrael. Come on. Nah, he's catching me. What are we talking? Ahavat Yisrael. They hated him more. We learn from that to love. And he says something magnificent. He says, yes, absolutely. Because usually when you hate somebody, it's a zero-sum game. I hate the guy, I hate the guy. I can't see anything positive about him. Uh, there's no measurement. I don't want to do business with him. I don't want to see him. I don't want to, you know, everything. It's until the end. I hear people say, I wish the guy would die. I tell him, you can't speak like that. What'd the guy do? You don't know what he did, Rabbi. At my thing, he embarrassed me. I, okay, I mean, I get it. It's fine. What we learn from the Pasuk here is that the brothers were able to have a shi'ur in their hate. Now, again, I need to drive home the power of this concept. That means that if they were capable of hating him more, then they didn't hate him totally. 
That means that he, they understood that he was being treated better than them by their father. They even understood that he was angling, at least this is the way Chachamim explained it, that they, we understood that he was angling to be the son of Yaakov Avinu. In every one of the previous relationships, what did you have? You had, uh, you had uh, Abraham as two sons, Yitzchak and Yishmael. What happens to Yishmael? Exit stage left. He's not part of the Jewish people. What happens with uh, uh, Yaakov and Esav? Esav, exit stage left. Who's the Jewish people for eternal Yaakov Avinu? Yitzchak and not the other one. Yaakov and not the other one. As far as they understand, everything is the same here. It's going to be one of the sons and everybody else is going to be disqualified. From the way Yaakov was behaving with Yosef, they understood that he was grooming him to be the one and everyone else was going to be cut out. They understood Yosef to be a spiritual rodef. And we learned a little bit about the halachot of rodef on Shabbat. That if someone's coming to kill you, what do you do? You make sure you don't let them kill you. You step in, you stop the act. So they hated him. But even though they hated him, it, it, it was according to what they felt was an appropriate amount of hatred. Now I want to talk about this idea of hatred in its, uh, in its understanding. When we always talk about sinah, there's always an extra word attached to it at the end. And what do we call it? Sinat chinam. Hatred, which is? Sorry? On sale. 50% off. Black Friday hatred. Ya'ani, it's almost free. But the question my rabbi always asked is, what does that mean, sinat chinam? Nobody hates for free. Nobody hates for nothing. You walk down the street, you see a guy you never met before. I hate this guy. You have no feelings towards him whatsoever. There's always a reason. It's not baseless. There's a reason for it. The idea my rabbi used to say is, the point as to why we call it Sinat Chinam and why we're still in Galut is because there's almost never a hatred which is warranted. There might be a reason why you hate him, but is that reason enough of a reason to generate hatred in your soul? You know what? Get over yourself. The guy, he cut you off you know, in traffic. You know, calm down. He, he, you know, he embarrassed you in the synagogue. I get it. It's a bad thing. But to, to have that cause you hate another human being, that's called sinat chinam. But what if a person is actually trying to destroy you? You're supposed to just sit there and take it? Let him do whatever he wants? No, we learned last week. One of the things that Yaakov prepares himself for is for war. Because when someone's coming to attack you, right, you got to understand it. Now, we live in a world today where everything is peace and love. The problem, my friends, is that peace and love actually leads to hatred and more hatred. What does the Mishnah say? The Mishnah says, Anyone who has mercy or pity on people who are cruel, In the end, he will wind up being cruel on people who are deserving of his mercy. You look today at uh, the political parties that can find it in their heart to love terrorists. Hazaku Baruch that you love a terrorist, but your love is enabling him to kill innocent people. Do you understand that? If you're fighting for the rights of an absolutely convicted killer, and you're you know, holding signs up in, in City Hall, and you think you're such a good person. Why? Because look, I'm about peace and love. Your peace and love is going to put him back on the streets, and the man will kill again. Where's your peace and love for the victim? Where is your peace and love for the victim? Said the Sifrei Musar, Ohaveh Hashem, Sin'ura. The ones who love God, 
They hate evil. Says the Ori Haskel, if you want to know how much you love God, figure out how much you hate evil. If you don't hate evil, you don't love God. Now let me explain what that means. To hate evil doesn't mean to hate people. It means to hate their actions. If you look at the Pasuk, what does it say? Oto, not Oto, Sof Pasuk. Today I had to read the Pasuk the Torah. I don't know how to read the Torah, and that's one, not one of the gifts that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave me. So I hope you enjoyed my creative Torah reading. But one of the things that you, I was makpida and I try to do right, is I try to ensure that you end the Pasuk, you do the Sof Pasuk in the correct place. Because that's the, one of the Ta'amim that's Me'akev. You're supposed to call a guy back to do a Sof Pasuk right. You're not supposed to call him back because he didn't get a Rabi'ah. Okay? Why? Because the Sof Pasuk is the, it dictates the flow. It should say, Vayisnu'u Oto. It doesn't say that. They hated the fact that he was dreaming over ruling over them. That he was dreaming about throwing them out. They hated the fact that he came and he told them about it. But him they didn't hate. That's what Tzvi Pesach Frank says. We learn from the fact that there was a hatred in degrees, in slow. They understood this. They hated this about the situation. If you could pinpoint why... If you could focus why when you don't like someone, look, it would be great if you could get it in your heart to forgive and to forget. But if you can't, what does the Pasuk say? The Pasuk says, Lo et Don't hate your brother in your heart. Look in the words of Harambam. Rambam writes, What does it mean, don't hate your brother in your heart? Walk up to him and tell him to his face. They couldn't speak peacefully to him because that would have been duplicitous. That would have been somebody who's acting in one way and actually feeling in another. And the hatred in that heart is never going away. So rather, if you hate someone, go up to him. Don't speak peacefully to him. Tell him exactly how you feel and why you feel it. And don't let that hatred overrun its banks. So you hate not only the deed but the person. Don't let that hatred overrun so that there's, it stops becoming about what he's done and actually it becomes an all-pervasive thing. Walk up to him and say, I feel aggrieved. You did this and this. I don't want to feel this way. Let's fix it. Lo yuchlu dabro l'shalom. Rabotai, from the words of Sin'ah, we could learn exactly a pathway to return to Ava. May Hashem bless us with the largesse, the greatness in our hearts to be able to forgive and forget. But even if we can't get to that stage, at the very least, to limit it exactly to what was done wrong and to be able to go to the person and work it out so that ultimately those wonderful relationships can be preserved. Baruch Adonai Le'olam.